Welcome back, everybody, to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK. Welcome back, welcome back. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the, not the, sorry, at RMK Madness. That's right. Check me out. Check me out. And all of my content. Yes. Including my fantasy football content. I'll have another episode of Fantasy Madness out either today or tomorrow. And an article, another article on Player Profiler to go along with that. So, lots of good stuff coming for the weekend. For you to get into the weekend if you'd like. But first, the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. Now, I hope you've had a good week so far and are ready to go into the weekend. I've been doing a lot of work, fantasy football-wise, drafts, managing leagues, writing articles, things like that, of that nature. So I've been pretty busy with that all week. And, as I mentioned in the last episode, at a graduation party for the kindergartner this week, and the two-year-old turned three, and that was yesterday, Both parties a success. Just me, the wife, the two boys, and Grandma was here, my mother. Nice little quiet birthday party. Nice little quiet graduation party. Both boys enjoyed their gifts. They both got some Legos. And I must say, the three-year-old surprised me. Now, the six-year-old, well, five, soon to be six, the kindergartner, he did fairly well with his, following the instructions and all that, because they have the big blocks, the mega blocks, and then they have my big tub of Legos that I have, and they just, you know, build random stuff. So this is the first time they got a new set of the regular Legos to try and put together themselves. And the five-year-old, the kindergartner, didn't have much of a problem. And that was kind of cool to see. Like, you got this, okay. I didn't have to help you that much. And the three-year-old, a little more help. But even he impressed me, like, hey, you got this. And it's weird, because I've I've talked about this before. I feel like, and maybe this is a ridiculous theory, but I feel like just inherently, and maybe not so much with the Lego stuff, (laughs) maybe I just have some smart kids, I don't know. But I just feel like you see kids nowadays, and how good they are with technology, and I know for some of us, like, it was a bitch, I'm still learning how to do all this technology stuff. Hell, I have a 20-year-old son. Yes, a 20-year-old son. Some of you might have not known that, so secret of the day. (laughs) But I have a 20-year-old son, became a father in high school, was a teen parent, and my wife has been a very good stepmother to him, and he still lives back in Iowa, doing his own thing. Someday he might come out here, we'll see, out to the good old west, the Rocky Mountains of Denver, Colorado. I guess not of Denver, Colorado. You know what I mean. So hopefully someday he brings us here. But for now, he's still back in Iowa. And But I've noticed, like, he is so much better with technology. And he was really good with it at a young age, too. But his younger brother's even more so. And I feel just like these skills, it's, it's, it's almost like part of the evolution. That because of technology, even my unborn children had evolved to the point where learning technology was easier than it was for me. Now, that probably makes no fucking sense whatsoever, except for in my insane brain. 
but I certainly have never in my life <laughs> been able to pick up on technology-related stuff like that. Maybe I'm just not that smart. I don't believe that. <laughs> but, you know, anyway, moving on. Crazy theory, I know, and I'm half-joking, but that does feel like there's something to... Kids are just on top of shit nowadays. Like, look at video games. You play with younger people and you're just like, Jesus. And I do feel like it's just part of the evolution of people is just the adaptability to technology. Because they're growing up with it. We didn't have all this technology growing up. So I think that's part of it. I really do. Not a solid theory. And like I said, half joking, but there's a little something to it. Anyway, moving on. I read this article. I wanted to get into this a little bit because I find this absolutely fascinating. Me, I love space. I love learning about space. I love the idea of UFOs and extraterrestrials because I'm sorry. But the universe is almost 14 billion years old. And the Earth, about four and a half billion years old. And life on Earth, having first been documented three and a half billion years ago. So in other words, you got a good 10 billion year gap between the start of the universe and when life was first found on Earth, or documented on Earth. Now... You mean to tell me, in that 10 billion years, nothing else popped up? Nothing at all? Scientists believe there's already other life in our own solar system, on some of the, the moons of the gas giants. Mostly underwater creatures, sea creature types. But the idea that in 10 billion years before us, nothing now, maybe some civilizations have come and gone. That's very possible. But I just find the idea that we're alone very hard to believe, given all of that. So, I find that stuff fascinating. And so, I get into interesting topics, such as, which I read the article on, which is parallel universes. Now, the scientists believe they may have found evidence for a parallel universe. Basically, it's just a theory that could be an explanation for what they found, which is they detected high-energy particles rising out of Antarctica. Now, normally, they find these particles coming down, going into the Earth, not coming out of the Earth. And the explanation for that is hard to find. Because, it, according to one scientist, it's like an upside-down cosmic ray shower. And so, what... As far as everything we understand, they shouldn't be going out. They shouldn't be rising up, out of. They shouldn't be doing that. And so, the scientists are wondering if an explanation for that could be a theory that's floated around really since the Middle Ages and back to the Islamic Golden Age with Fakhar al-Din al-Razi. Apologies if I butchered the shit out of his first name. Because he used principles of the Quran to try and, expl the Quran to try and explain 
the idea of a parallel universe and really started to pick up steam in the 1900s. 1952, Erwin Schrodinger made what he said himself seemed like a lunatic idea, a suggestion, but that his equations describe several histories and not alternatives, alternate histories, but happening simultaneously with ours, which leads to the idea of a multiverse, okay? Meaning that there's multiple universes were created at the same time and they're happening right alongside next to each other. It seems insane. It seems crazy. But it's been an idea that's been out there. And then it was taken and used in sci-fi films and things like that. And stories. But the whole idea is that they may now have found something that could provide proof to that theory. Now, they're not saying for sure that this is proof that there's a parallel universe, a multiverse. They're not saying that. They're just saying that is one theoretical explanation. And I find it fucking fascinating. What the hell is going on in the parallel universes? Is there one where Trump is an awesome fucking dude? That'd be interesting. But it's fascinating. It really is. I find it fascinating. Parallel universes. And then Spider-Man came out with their multiverse movie, the animated movie. And I watched that a few times with my kids. Not a bad fucking movie, I gotta say. And I usually, I don't have a problem with animated shows. I'll watch them. Because lots of times, even if they're for kids, they'll put in some adult content in there. So I, for the most part, enjoy them. Especially on weed. But, yes, that kind of gives you an idea, like, what a multiverse could be. Obviously, it's it's fake, and it's Spider-Man, and it's comic book stuff, but if something like that were to truly exist, that's really, like, a good way to look at it and say, oh, well, here's another Spider-Man, but he's like film noir, and here's another Spider-Man, but he's a pig. It's interesting. Makes you wonder... What the you in another parallel universe might be like. Very interesting. So anyway, that's what I got. Welcome back to the show. We're going to get into a little bit of stuff in the mid part of the show, of the pod. Chatting about uh, some of these crazy fucking videos that are have been floating around out there. You got the shitty situation in Arizona with the shooting. There's just a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on as we're trying to reopen. So I'm going to discuss a little bit of that. Sorry if this episode gets a little bit too serious. But I always try and be fun when I can. But there's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. We need to take a peek at it. Examine it a little bit. Because this virus stuff still isn't over. And neither is the plight of certain supporters who continue to make things more difficult and continue to grasp the bigger picture, really. These are all things that could affect our lives moving forward. So let's dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper, see what's going on, try and make light of whatever we can, have a good rest of the show. You know what I'm saying? Cool. All right.
We'll be back. All right, all right, let's get into it, into it. These crazy videos going around Twitter. See, I find these. And they kind of make my blood boil. A little bit. Like this fucking FedEx driver that was harassed and then lost his job. So fuck you, FedEx. Like, I'm sorry, what is the deal with all these fucking old white people coming out of the fucking woodworks... And harassing people of color. It's, I'll tell you what it is. It's this confidence they have due to a certain president. America. Fucking assholes. So, he gets harassed. Starts recording the dude. Dude chills out. Talking shit while he's driving away. And then the guy gets fired. For what? Apparently this guy was worried because they were trying to break they might try and break in with his wife inside. That man's wearing a fucking FedEx uniform. He's got packages. What the what? You racist motherfucker. There ain't even any other answer, man. Not even one. Not even one that works. You're fucking racist. If you look out your window and you see a black dude and you automatically think bad stuff without even fucking looking to see what he's doing or what he looks like, what he's wearing, you're fucking racist. Fuck off. We also had this situation with this crazy-ass park ranger lady. I guess she was a gate a security gate person. <laughs> and so a dude, he's leaving the park after jet skiing. He makes a wrong turn. He tries to correct himself. And this lady comes and starts hollering, saying he can't leave. She's calling the police. He's like, for what? And then she gets in front of his car and starts acting like she's getting... You should see this video. Really. She... <laughs> She's sitting there. The car's not moving. She's standing in front of it. On the phone, apparently with 911, and just yelling, he's running me over. He's hurting me. Hurry, please. Mike. Mike. If there ever was a Karen, this fucking bitch. What the fuck is it in people that makes them do this shit? I don't get it. But I will say this, that park ranger, she was fucking let go. And that's the difference of the two situations and how they were handled. Both situations of people getting harassed. People of color. In both situations, harassed by white people. In both situations, not right. What was going on there in either situation? In one situation, the FedEx driver was fired. For what, I'm not sure. In the other situation, the park ranger was fired. Now, I understand the white guy couldn't be fired in that situation, but for FedEx to fire this man, I mean, 
what was he supposed to do? He was just trying to do his job. And according to him, they get a lot of this kind of stuff, but nothing this crazy, this intense, with the dude coming out of his house, cursing at him, calling the cops, all of that. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't understand the hatred. I understand it's racism. It's prejudice. But why? Like all you fucking racist white people that get all nervous seeing a black dude. Like you do realize many a shooters when it comes to domestic terrorism are white dudes. More often than not, far-right extremists who are full of hate. School shootings, things like that. Now, it looks like this most recent one in Arizona was a Hispanic dude. Won't defend that. Except for, I will say, there's shitty people in every fucking race, man. There's shitty people in every fucking race. And there's good people in every fucking race. And if you're going to look at any person of color as a shitty person or as someone who's trying to do something wrong, you're prejudiced and you need to get that shit figured out. (laughs) That shit should not be welcomed in this world. It pisses me off that it is. I grew up with a very diverse background. I've spoke about this on my podcast before. My parents, I was... They were very good at introducing me to people with different backgrounds. I had a Korean friend, a Japanese friend, a Chinese friend, black friends, Hispanic friends. I've had Bosnian friends, Serbian friends. It doesn't mean anything. When it comes to judging a person, judge them by who they are, by what they do, by what they say, their actions, their words, their beliefs. But don't look at them as less than because they're different. I just don't fucking get it. I just don't. And a lot of it ties to this new America with Trump at the helm. Because he's pushing all this shit. He's pushing people to be out there. He knows this coronavirus is crazy shit. Like, it just, it blows my mind. It's just like the situation with Georgia. One minute he's like, yeah, good job, Georgia. Somebody's opening up. We applaud them for the opening. Sorry, no, terrible Trump. But then the other, then a few days later, they should not be doing that. They should not be opening up the state. It is too soon. I don't agree. Like, He talks out both sides of his mouth and the supporters eat it up and it's almost like they don't care if he's wrong or not because he's this, he's this rock star to them that is leading the country in the direction that they want where the rich and the white are the ones at the top and they're trying to get rid of everybody else and because you see it. There's way too many far-right extremists out there doing shit. I mean, 
Wasn't that long ago. A guy out jogging, a black man was killed. Ahmad, now, come on. What the fuck? Enough of this shit. But no. The president seems to stoke the fire. And it's almost like he has to. Because anybody with a sound mind knows exactly what kind of fucking person he is, knows exactly the lies and bullshit he's putting out, and they know exactly what kind of president he's been and what kind of job he's done. So he has to latch on to these fucking idiots, these fucking ignorant, stupid-ass neophytes who don't grasp the bigger picture, who ignore fact, who ignore the shit that comes out of their own idol's fucking mouth. And they cling to these beliefs because they so, why? Because they so desperately want an America that's full of rich and white. It just <sighs> drives me nuts. And so much of this, he's just trying to push for re-election. Do whatever he can to salivate his fan base. To get them to be on his side because he knows he's losing other people. He recently threatened Michigan and Nevada with holding federal fund to get them to, because they're Democratic led states, and he wants their support. This is bullshit. What president in the history of the United States has ever pulled some shit like this? You're going to refuse states just because they're not on your side? Because they... You're going to let people suffer because those states' leaders aren't on your side. That's fucking selfish, childish, and a travesty. And this is all over mail-in voting. Because he himself said... Not that long ago, that mail-in mail voting would be terrible for Republican candidates. So if you can't see what he's doing, he's attacking the states that are trying to go mail-in voting and withholding federal fund from them because they are doing this, because he knows that puts him in a shitty spot and weakens, weakens his chances of winning the election. See, people don't understand, and his supporters certainly don't understand this. He's got a world of shit, a storm of shit waiting for him the second he gets out of the Oval Office. You fuckheads. He's going to do anything and everything he can to stay in there because he's not going to get fucked with as the president. But as soon as that motherfucker gets out the White House, he's got some shit coming to him. So he's trying to prolong that. And he is getting desperate. So he's doing whatever he fucking can by using threats politically to get his way. And it's bullshit. That's not what a leader is supposed to do. That's not what a president does. Mark Cuban was on Fox News with Sean Hannity talking about this shit. Here, I got some stuff right fucking here. Mark Cuban went after Trump some of the stuff he was saying. 
quit playing a victim, be a leader. I'm not direct quoting him, it's just, you know, in general. Because he's talking about, he keeps playing the victim card. And that's not what leaders do. Be a leader. Quit playing the victim card and blaming others and stuff like that and step up, lead the country. He also said he was very disappointed in Trump because in the beginning, in the beginning of his run, he was putting good people in place. But now, and this is something I fucking said, and Mark Cuban has just reiterated it. He's just putting yes men in place. Cuban said he started off doing good, putting the right people in place, but now he's just you know, filling his team with loyal people. And that's what he means. Yes, men. Instead of people that are going to give him good counsel and have him take that counsel to heart, he's putting in people that are going to say, yeah, sure, that sounds great, to all his fucking whims. His maniacal fucking whims. I just... <laughs> blows my mind. Sean Hannity asked Cuban, what Biden, because Cuban seems to support Biden, Joe Biden, and he asked him what he did for the pandemic and this and that, and Cuban basically came back with, doesn't matter, he's not the fucking president. Mark Cuban admitted both parties have made mistakes, but Trump is the president, he's supposed to be the leader, and he's doing a piss poor job. And Mark Cuban essentially said that. And it's nice to hear that out there, especially, particularly, from a rich white guy. Because that couldn't have been exactly easy for Cuban. If you ask me. Because he's getting right out there in the lion's den on Fox News to say this shit. And... He really just got on there to talk about um, opening a the reopening of like sports leagues and the NBA coming back and things like that, and that whole process, which is something we've talked about. And so he originally got on there for that, and it led to questions about him supporting Biden and you know things like that. And uh, Mark Cuban spoke his mind, and I applaud him because America's a little bit in trouble, man. I mean, look at when we have tragedies, how we fucking come together, the country, except for this pandemic. Because we have a leader in the White House who's being divisive, who's doing things to divide us. And you got all these people turning on fellow humans. It just blows my mind. And we got to be careful. I'm serious. This, These far right... Who the fuck decided to start doing that in the middle of my podcast? See, I was trying to record this morning. And they had this fucking lawn yard work going on around my neighborhood. And so I waited to do the podcast till they were done. I was nice. I waited. And now here they go again. 
Well, fucking assholes. How you get, what, what the hell happened? They were doing work earlier. Did they take a break? A really long break? I did, what, is this a different kind of yard work? Is this a different company? What the hell is going on here? Anyway, fucking Trump supporters, they feel confident, and that's scary, because a lot of them are these far-right extremists, and they're walking into fucking state capitals with guns, and now my fucking neighbor is opening up the garage. I seriously gotta find a different place to podcast. <laughs> this is just, this is awful. The, I, I normally have better luck than this as far as people making fucking noise while I'm trying to work. I live in a townhome. It's a little bit difficult, man. It's a little bit difficult to find space to park, particularly when you have the children's running around. That's all right. We push through. We push through. We continue. But you you see these videos, these things online, the way people are acting, particularly white people, Trump supporters, the way they're treating others, the way they're acting. It's entitled. And it's ignorant. And it's bullshit. And we should be a little worried for those of us who are not in that same vein. I mean, shooting in Arizona? Like, I know that was not a white dude, okay? But what the fuck do we still got? AKs floating around for asshole neighbor <laughs> I mean come on I, I'm serious about this I, I I do not hate guns I'm just not that fond of them I'm not against people having guns or even carrying them on them but I do think handguns should be enough and if you're a hunter rifles are okay but I think that should be like that should be it and that should be the shit you're not law enforcement if you really need to protect yourself, a handgun is plenty. This is bullshit. Whatever happened to if you need to protect yourself, hey, fists or blades. I like blades. I like katanas. I like knives, machetes, axes. I like axes. And I've really been getting good with my bow staff. So I like those, I like eh, more hand-to-hand stuff, I don't know. I'm just not big on guns. And I think it's fine if people have them, but I do think there should be an extensive background check so we don't get loonies out there carrying guns, because that's when shit goes wrong. And then, we should just limit it to handguns, unless of course you're a hunter, then you get yourself a hunting license, and only hunters, registered hunters, can buy the hunting license. Now, of course, that means people are going to just register to hunter to own rifle. Register as a hunter just to own a rifle, but fine, whatever. We don't need shotguns, we don't need automatic assault rifles. <laughs> like, we don't need that shit. For what? A lot of those people, I fear, were just are, are Trump supporters. A lot of these fucking gun nuts. Like, I worry shit could get bad. Like, not just with the virus, but just amongst us. 
Hopefully we can get Trump out the fucking White House, though. <laughs> That's kind of the first step. Kind of the first step. But anyway, I'm going to take a quick break. These motherfuckers keep making noise. And we'll come back. I'll try and lighten it up and just chillax. And we'll have a nice close to the show. And we'll go over in there. All right. And we're back. Let's close the show out right. So, sorry, I like to wrap my paper sometimes. But when I'm looking at this, I had some idea. Because I brought up earlier in the show the article with the parallel universe stuff. And I thought, man, that would be so fucking crazy if that was true. And I kind of talked about it a little bit. Like, what would the me in a parallel universe? universe be doing or the many me's in parallel multiple universes what what would i be like i mean and what would everything be like would black people be the hierarchy and why white people the ones that have been treated shitty for years upon years upon years would trump not be president but possibly be a donkey hauling beans in guatemala Perhaps racism is not a thing in other universes. Or religion, for that matter. Imagine there's another universe where we all just came together and fought COVID together as one solidified unit who cared about other human beings and we really put a clamp on it. Hmm. <sighs> it's kind of crazy where the world's at. Even crazier to think there could be other parallel universes alongside ours. Maybe some far worse off than us. Others much better off. It's an interesting discussion. Maybe we'll have to dig into that deeper sometime on an episode. I do know this. I've got some plans for next week's episode because I want to do a little bit of talking about Skinwalker Ranch because I've been watching the uh, the show on the History Channel and it's really freaking good. I like it. It's The acting is kind of... Because it's not really acting. It's not supposed to be. It's like a documentary. But you can tell a couple of these guys... Not necessarily comfortable being in front of the camera. And then a couple of other guys seemed so comfortable in front of the camera that they might be just playing it too much. <laughs> but it's a good show. And they find some crazy stuff, man. And I, I just really enjoy the discussion of life elsewhere and things like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get something together for the next episode to really talk about that. You know, and what... I'm going to go with facts. What scientists say about life on other planets. Things like that. Because there's a lot more to it than people know. And I think really most open-minded people, if you sat them down, whether they were skeptical or not, and explained to them, hey, fucking 10 billion years. 10 billion years. Between the start of the universe and life on Earth. You can't tell me we're the only ones. Really? I don't know, over 13, almost 14 billion years, 
Just us? That's it? Because to me, that seems like human ego talking. Because you hear people like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and I very much enjoy listening to some of his stuff, and I think he's a very intelligent guy, and he has good thoughts. But his almost complete rejection of the idea of life elsewhere boggles the mind for someone that's supposedly as intelligent as he is. Sure, in our search, we're having a hard time finding planets that, you know, we feel could potentially harbor life. But do we really know? I mean, could it be that somewhere out there is a form of life that does not need water, for example? I just think there's there's so much to, there's so much we don't know because of the vastness of the universe. And you take into account those billions of years and the vastness of it. I mean, how can you really say one way or the other? That just because we're like this doesn't mean other life forms would have to be. I mean, we're constantly proving ourselves wrong as far as what we know about space in general. You're telling me it couldn't be different with life? I just think this shit is a lot more like Star Wars than we all realize. The problem is, we're the black sheep of the universe. <laughs> we are. The people who just like, you know, the life forms, the aliens, they're flying around in their crafts like, yeah, it's nice for the, you know, Earth. It's got a nice view. But the locals, they're, you know, eh, the humans. Not exactly those you want to interact with. <laughs> I could see that. We're fucking hostile. We're assholes. <laughs> First sign of like alien life. We wanted to shoot it out of the fucking air. Like no sense of wonderment. <sighs> I could see it. Fucking black sheep of the universe. So I know this has been a very serious kind of episode. And I like to be a little more light and have fun. So I figured I'd end this with a joke. And since we're being a little sciencey in this episode, talking about space and, and, and parallel universes and stuff, I wanted to do this one. So a neutron walks into a bar. He asks the bartender, what do you charge for a drink? I'm sorry, I fucked it up already. <laughs> How much for a drink? How much for a drink? <laughs> oh, shit. Neutron walks into the bar and says, How much for a drink? This is not exemplary, by the way, of my stand-up. <laughs> I am my own material. Now I'm trying to do somebody else's joke. It's a mess. So we'll just start again. I could get, you know, edit this and take it out the podcast, but it's much more fun leaving it in. So we're going to do that. And we're going to start over. So, a neutron walks into a bar. Asks the bartender, how much for a drink? The bartender says, for you, neutron, no charge. <laughs> I know, lame. But I like that one. It's cute. It is. Nothing wrong with saying cute. Anyway. That's what I got for you people. That's what I got for this week. So... I will say thank you for joining me again. Thank you for listening to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. I very much appreciate you and the time you've given me. So, 
Until next time, when we're going to talk about some skinwalkers, some UFOs, some space, some crazy stuff. Until that time, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Please be safe. Stay vigilant. Stay healthy. And don't forget to check me out on Twitter and Instagram at RMK Madness for all of my content. Once again, this has been the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. Thank you for joining me. The Mad Chatter Ryan MK is out, baby. Peace.